right, and welcome back to Pass Assault. It has been a small hiatus from episodes, but that's okay. John's been busy. He might have went to Virginia again. Who knows? Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Max Cambria. You can find me everywhere at Max underscore Cambria. Um, that's Twitter, Insta, whatever. Uh, with me, as always, John, take it away. Everybody's favorite community. Uh, oh, my God. I almost said community fries. Everybody's favorite Pass the Salt podcaster, podcast host, either or. Co-host? Yeah, we'll go co-host. Senior executive co-host, uh, John underscore Peroni. I'm not going to do the whole intro with the H and the I and the E and everything. How's everybody doing? That's what I want to know. I want to know if everybody's enjoying the beginning of their week, which I know I am because I had the day off. That's pretty much it. This is Past Assault. Um, I feel like we sound kind of NPR-ish, like the way you kind of led. <laughs> this is Past Assault. All right, WBFM. Well, what is, this is past the salt, totally radical bros. Like, like <laughs> insert a bunch of yeah, like the Jamaican <laughs> horn. Uh, find us everywhere. Podcasts are um, <clears throat> hosted, or all the main ones. I know you sluts have like uh, Spotify and Apple, and yeah, all you all you podcast sluts. Dude, the one dude we interviewed for the other podcast didn't have didn't have either of those. There's a good percentage well, of people that listening, listen to zero podcasts. listen to this on Google Podcasts. Congratulations, by Google the way. Google Podcasts? Yeah. Wow. Not what I expect. <sighs> yeah, I know. It was pretty funny. Um, so I heard you have a theory. Yeah. Well, it's... I don't want to take credit for it because I'm sure that it's out there. So I'm sure somebody else has memed it. I'm sure it's out there. But everybody talked about the flat earth theory for a while. It's, it's still around. It's bullshit. It is bullshit because the earth is actually a donut. Donut, people. It's a donut. It's still, It's round. But not the way it you think round. it is. Not and there's the a standard hole in the round. middle. Right. And it's not filled. It's not one of those donuts that would be filled. No. Just light. Just <laughs> right. God, God's energy and light <laughs> fill the middle. And that's why you never notice it. And that's why air travel makes sense. Because you, you just fly through the hole in the middle and you save all that time. Which is why like night flying isn't, you're not actually, it's not nighttime, you're in space. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the hole, bro. There You're just in happens the hole to be clouds part. underneath you because of the way the hole is designed. You're in the hole. By God. Of the I want to mention that this is all incongruent faith with the Christian church. <laughs> Whatever you <laughs> this, want. Whatever church I'm a creationist. You want. I believe the world is 6,000 years old, closing in on 7,000. And I believe. <laughs> I can't even keep that Yo, up. No, there were. Did I tell you there's Scientologists in Buffalo that were setting up booths at. Uh, I mean, they have a church of Scientology yeah, on, I know, on they, Main they Street. They set up their booth at. Um, at Canal Side, the Did one day. Did you fight them? No, bro, but they had their... You didn't they ask had for fist tough, They had a smart approach. This is my whole thing. Because there's a, a large Asian population in Buffalo. I'm going to try to walk the tightrope here. And that's, that's, not, that's not fucked up to say. No, I know. Are you about talking about no, Scientology had, stuff? So the way they get you is they'll say that it's self-help. And they'll have this machine. And it's like it has a dial on it. And it's supposed to like indicate somehow like your level of help or what it's mental health or something it's like a it's a bs machine where was this it was i can outside so they had these machines like they were these new machines and they were peddling their book called dianetics don't don't read it i've heard about it and they were getting a lot of asian people at their table and i was like yo what why how how is this demographic so interesting they don't got that over there bro bro. they were so interested in what these machines were yeah they were trying to prove that it was bullshit the the scientologists were like oh this will tell you this this will tell you this but i was like yo stay away from them yo I don't think they got Scientology over there. No, definitely not. The samurai. I think this is like a total. They don't understand that well, it's a scam of occult religion. Well, in 323 AD, the samurais battled most of the Scientologists out of Japan, so that got rid of them. <laughs> AD or BC? No, AD. Oh, okay. BC? No, we're not. No. Or is it BCE now? Are we, are we CE and BCE people, or are we BC and AC? There is no AC. AC is what you use to cool down your house. AD. AD, Jesus. The fuck? I was really blanking <laughs> on that. I was like, wait, AC? I don't know. <laughs> Just the samurai they've got it going on. I wouldn't be surprised that if a natural disaster or some earth thing happened where the donut folded in on itself, Japan could press a button and they would just like become a rocket ship and just be gone. Deuces. All those big buildings right in the middle of uh, Tokyo would all become one ship. I believe it, bro. Gone. I believe it. You tried to tell me they faked the moon landing. That's possible. Speaking of Japan... Speaking and of samurais Japan and samurais, my fucking expensive ass Japanese scissors that are basically samurai uh, steel. Didn't you just get new scissors? Uh, maybe six months ago. The, the, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. The ones that I shouldn't have spent so much money on, like those ones. Oh, the salesman got you? No. 
I made them on, on my <laughs> <No>. own call. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not so fucking. I actually hate and detest the like trade of a walk into a business sales or a house. You ever get the guy who come into your house with the cut oh, with the knives? Yeah, yeah. My cousin did that <laughs> once. We had to like let him come over and give him like a practice like Ugh. run through, like because we were family. Gross. It was fucked, but he cut like a penny, so that was cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's all right. It's just I want one of them things. Copper. Go on. Um, right. I broke them shits, right? So, you broke them already? <laughs> yeah. Um, Your Shrek hands? I was like damn. really good with not dropping them, which surprised me because they were like bigger than I was used to. And, you know, I, you're nervous. You're going to drop them. Hadn't dropped them. And there's like a rubber mat around my station for me to stand on and not get sure. like, back problems and shit. Missed by an inch. One inch. One whole mm. inch, dude. You should play around with magnets or something. <laughs> they, or like they, they do stick to magnets. Con- connected to your wrist. Yeah, I'm all right. But they just barely are kind of broke, so hopefully I won't have to replace them and drop another however many. But I'm, I'm praying right now. If, if all thoughts and prayers could go out to my to So my your scissors. problem is that you dropped them, but you don't want to hear solutions to not dropping them. The solution would be to not drop it. No, you can. There's other solutions, I'm sure, out there. You can play around with magnets, or you can attach it to your wrist, or coat the whole floor in rubber. Fuck, just having one. Yeah, didn't you say you were close to renovations? Is that what they're doing? They're John proofing it. It's more cleaning, oh. from what I understand. That's okay. John has recently taken to social media to call out his clients. Oh my god, <laughs> don't come to, to his show. <laughs> so Not if you to call go to, if you go to John, people. If you go to John, and then you stop going to John. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that works. He's gonna come no. after you, boy. He's gonna come for your life. <laughs> listen, listen. A client who comes to me for ten haircuts and ten. then goes and then goes to somebody else. I'm saying not a small amount. Say you're a loyal $300. client. You come every three weeks for however many haircuts in a row. Yeah. I know your name. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Sure. Let's say one day I'm all booked up. You got a wedding to go to. You go to another barber. Okay. Right. You show up two weeks later. You're like, hey, man. I know it's been a while. I had a haircut from somebody else. I don't give a shit. I'd go, don't worry about it. I'd literally be like, why are you apologizing? Like, sit down. Let's go. No problems. Sit down. You no don't. problems. <laughs> no problems. However, however. However. If we're boys and I see you outside the shop, if we hang out, sure. if you know friends of my friends, sure. if you constantly talk about how, hey, we're paisans, we're both Italian, you're my barber, you're my guy, sure. bro, you got to get me in before my graduation, get me in before sure. this, let me get that after hours cut, bro, let me get that after hours cut, let me get before you open, your book, let me get you on lunch. Every single haircut, when that's how it is, and I cut your whole family, and I know everybody, and we we're connected, and then... I tell you one day, hey, I can't, I can't take you, bro. I'm booked. I don't know what to tell you. I got to leave right after work to go to whatever. Sure. I'm busy. I'm sorry. I can get you tomorrow morning before we open. Whatever. For that to trigger leaving and never coming back Ooh. for months. <sighs> months. I'm tight. I'm tight. Months. We were boys. I'm tight. It's the barber. The barber life is a tough is a tough life. Yeah. Is what I'm. But I'm a normal learning. client. Every week I learn this from a you. random dad who walks in off the street. You could come dad. to me. You could come to me for years. I know your name. I know. I know about your kids. I'm like, hey, how's the wife? Everything. If you cheat and you come back, all good. No beef. It's all love. You need it's, your haircut. Everybody needs the haircut. If I'm busy, I'm busy. It's whatever. But to be so disrespectful, <laughs> just to shit on my just, name. And then to go get a shitty haircut on top of it, like you didn't even find somebody better. Like you didn't go scour Instagram for haircut. some like killer barber. You want to go look like fool? That's now? where they're at. They're on Instagram. What? Killer barbers. Yeah, yeah. Like so the whole barber community. That's like their main focus is having a right. sick Instagram page. It's fucking annoying. Very cloud hungry community. Almost SoundCloud rapper Seems level. Like cloud a lot hungry. of those like face value jobs, like cash businesses, especially like tattoos, barbers, um, even like storefronts. Uh, the clout is like an integral part. You need to have a fire aesthetic. Yeah. They try to sell the whole vibe, like. Like, I guess I have, like, the barber tattoos and shit as well. Like, I'm, I'm playing into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but you're not so forward with it. Yeah, I don't have, supr- like, fake Supreme Clippers like, and shit like that. Yeah, like, that I'm would not, be shitty. Like, you know... You shouldn't even get some real Supreme Clippers. There's so clippers. much, like, fake high-end fashion injected into the barber community. Like, just, like, for yeah. shits and giggles. A lot of guys just buy their stuff from, like, the rip-off kiosks that are all the fake... The fake, like, the fake uh, mm-hmm. Gucci kiosks yeah. and stuff. It's, it's nuts, dude. Yeah. Um... But let's not talk about my beef with people. No, I'm not really not. a beefing person. No, you're a chicken guy. 
and that, I, that I am, baby. <laughs> which brings me to today is the nineteenth of August, and they're on tw- on Twitter, especially. Actually, it was probably only Twitter. Some more beef. There except, was except it's there was chicken. beef, but it's chicken. It's People started the debate. There was a couple debates started today, but the one that gained, gained the most steam was. Popeyes released their a version of their chicken sandwich to compete with Chick Fil A, and people are going at what's better, Popeyes or Chick Fil A. And surprisingly, there's a lot of push for the Popeyes. There, from what I hear, as there should be. I think Popeyes is a very strong contender. Now, if you asked, if you asked me, what do you want to be better? I also like think if that I could within the next one, within the next six months, KFC will try to enter the chicken sandwich. The, realm. KFC should shut the fuck down. They should <laughs> shut their doors, burn all the buildings wow. down, collect on that Jewish lightning money, and bounce. I think that if you combined the best of all those places, you would have a chicken sandwich that would end wars. Like, for example, like if you had somehow got a clean KFC and like took their chicken spices recipe, their spices, but, but, but Popeye's chicken. And then like, I don't know if Chick-fil-A has anything to offer at that tier level. Cause I would want to put it on a Popeye's biscuit. I mean, Chick-fil-A is crazy. Chick-fil-A's main give to the community is their like level of real chickenness. And their main takeaway from the community is anybody who's gay. Yep. They kill them underneath the uh, restaurant locations. There's a whole dungeon labyrinth situation. I heard yeah, about if, it. If you didn't know about it. I heard Buffalo. about it from a couple people. They went missing. Guess what? I don't give a shit. I'm buying the chicken. In Buffalo, we got every day. meth labs under Walmarts and torture and kill dungeons for gay people under Chick-fil-A. I go to that There's Walmart. There's only one Chick-fil-A in Buffalo That Walmart anyway. that had the meth lab underneath yeah, it is like... that Walmart. It's like... For, I think it's the only one even close to us, right? It's the Super Center, yeah. That one's yeah. open 24, I'm pretty sure. I thought most Walmarts are. No. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe they well, are. it's like fucking less than a mile from my house. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Your new, your new, your new spot. I feel like it's not even new anymore. Been there no. since like June. Yeah, right? it's a couple. Or no, months July, ago. like early July, I started. I mean, it's definitely not now. If you see the the rest of the types of people who live in that. In, yeah, in listen, that. I got a lot of They're old people in, in the complex. They're fucking right? leathery. Listen, I'm the young gun, blazing around over there, making noise and 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 being a hooligan compared to these old folks and. I love it that way. That's fine. I, hey, you're preaching to the choir, man. I'd like. I a felt l- like a grandpa in the old neighborhood compared to all the other fucking savages that we lived around. Did Kid. you though? Yeah, I felt like we were like I. Me, I'm saying I wanted the least amount of action. No, when you go home, you want you don't want anything. You don't want anything messing I want up your TV on. <laughs> That's it. I want weed That's rolled. The whole thing. <laughs> TV on. Dab. Hot I know red, you talk to your red. Alexa now about your dabs. I know that. <laughs> I, I do. heard that. Everybody, the smart house is complete. I've, <laughs> I have, I've, <laughs> Wait, did you Velcro those strips? Strips? The power strips? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Dude, those have been Velcro for a long time. Are you kidding okay. me? I'm right. <laughs> that is Hello. early. Dog, I got mm, out of the like 12 light bulbs in my house, I think like 10 are uh, smart bulbs now. <laughs> and the only ones that aren't is like the bathroom. Which like that doesn't everybody their first thing anybody does is yeah. go for the you light, in, the you the light anyway. So yeah, I got the whole house hooked up to where I can turn it on with my voice. I got the, I got my dab station. I just go computer, turn on the dab station, and just you hear like a click of the machine mm. turning on, and you just see the numbers go from like zero to whatever degree that it's set to that day. Right, it's pretty great. Yeah, Love it. I start I, uh, my mornings with uh, turning it on before I hit the bathroom. And then by the time I get out the bathroom, it's ready to go. Oh, that's pretty smart then. I guess that is kind of like a smart house. Even that's though what's nice about the e now. It, it all go through, goes through one of your like voice devices, like Alexa or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm Alexa based. Right. I don't. I didn't really do much research before choosing which like home network I was going to use. Yeah, but Alexa's pretty much at the front Peak. of the. Yeah, I mean, I'd it's, say them, it's Alexa or Google Home. Basically, are the two competing? Dude, Apple Home didn't do shit. They dropped that, and literally oh, no, yeah. nobody they, bought they it. They one. Dude, they advertised it to me the other day on the Home app because I use the Home app to control the lights sometimes. Because you can. Use I forgot that. about Apple Home, like dude, dead ass. It, I have not thought about it. Nobody bought it. I don't even. Do you know think if they're, they're gonna make a push at the next? Like they always do in the fall, like an Apple event, right? Like where they announce two? like an iPhone. You think they're gonna try to make a push? To for another one, compete because they're. I think they have to. They, I think they do too. They're competing in the streaming world. They just dropped really? a trailer for uh, Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon's new show. So is they're it, competing. A show, 
Yeah, an Apple, Apple original. Apple is creating a show. On their Apple Plus streaming service. What the fuck is Apple Plus? It's a streaming service for original content and not. Like, they can get the we rights like we're, things. we're plugging them right we now. We are kind of plugging them. And they're to. competing Hulu for Hulu and Netflix. And, well, not Hulu's yet. just Disney, uh, They so. will, but I, they're not competition yet, I feel like. Dude, the dude who did their promotion for the Apple streaming service is Steven Spielberg. Fuck. He signed on to it. I heard about that, actually. So, fuck. Whatever. And they got Carell. They got the two major Stevens. I don't think he's playing a huge role in this. What are the major Stevens could you even have in a movie? Well, those, that's it. They got the two. Like, if there were Infinity Stones of Stevens, they have all five. <laughs> so, meaning two. Who would the... Who meaning, would, no, there, were, there are Infinity Stones of Stevens. We're coming up probably with more. six of them. We'll know next next episode. I'm Steven pro, I'm Seagal's sure. got to be there somewhere. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, even my though he God. doesn't do much these he days, he might be the most be. important one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> The most Aren't important you? Steven. Honestly, the king of all Stevens. Yeah, I don't know who else is named Steven. That's it really doesn't matter boring. anymore. We figured out Seagal. That's it. <laughs> That's I, we it. could drop Power Stone. We could drop Seagal everybody Seagal is else. like Thanos. He welds the other Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> he paved the way for all the other Stevens. Dude, is, is he still a cop? Yeah, dude, he did this show <laughs> where he like busts down doors and stuff. Dude, he'll never stop doing that shit. No, not until he dies. That's or, brutal. I don't know. Gets face surgery and has to disappear from the public eye. I thought he already had a ton. Oh, I bet he, he did. doesn't even look the same from back in the day. Oh, no, not at all. The ponytail Speaking of back Seagal. in the day, another uh, segment change where I start with speaking of, which is just the right. most classic bullshit way to do that. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> the new Tarantino movie set back in the day. Yeah, which he likes. He likes the period pieces. I don't think he's ever had a modern one, has he? <laughs> no. Yeah, I know he hasn't. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, this one. I, I saw mean, the one Reservoir Family Guys, Kill Bill, you can argue were relatively yeah. modern for when they were released, but not really. Yeah, yeah, you could. I would say, have you seen the uh, the Family Guy thing where it's like, all right, welcome to a movie where it's set whenever he used to watch movies or TV show, like that, whatever, yeah. like whatever era he enjoys watching, that's the only shit he's right, making. Right, just like when, this is like when music producers, like, oh, I've been listening to a lot of X late, like whatever they're listening to. That's their next whatever is or like when sound Chance like listens to a lot of Kirk Franklin and decides to become a gospel writer. I don't think Chance even listened to Kirk Franklin. I think that was Chance a hoax. Talks about him all the time. He's like one of his top three influences. It was certainly a big day for Chance, but not big enough. Not near. Let's not let's let's bring that up later. But Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, Hollywood. Tarantino. Give me give me a, a max score one to ten. <sighs> Feel free to go like point whatever. Probably like a. Like an 8.9 or a 9.1, somewhere in that range. Wow. I thought it was fantastic. Because you're picky. I am picky. Be picky. I am picky. Uh, I don't think it could ever get a perfect 10. I thought there were some things he could have still cut, and I know he likes his long movies. I still think he could have cut that movie a little bit. Um, or a lot. I liked his references to all of the TV Western and movie Westerns, like the real ones, yeah. were were pretty good. He had a lot of Easter eggs in there. Um I thought that the final violence scene was immaculate as far as filmmaking goes. It was almost like we hadn't been given our daily dose of Tarantino violence for the rest of the movie. It was building we like, up. We were waiting. But, but like Hollywood at that time was not a violent place. So that's like the whole thing. It's like he's telling a story about Hollywood. Once no, upon show, a time well, in Hollywood. And he overkilled the hippies because in real life, those hippies overkilled, way overkilled. Sharon, Sharon Stone. And all those people. Sharon Tate or Sharon Stone? Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Jeez. Who's Sharon Stone? I don't know. I keep saying that. You want to like, find out? So I talked about it the other day. I said it. But yeah, Sharon Tate. I, I thought that they kind of led you to believe that the movie wasn't even about that. Like it's if you, not. It is. It is. It's but about it's not. how the lead up changed. It's about the transition Hollywood made from TV to movies in the golden age, from clean cut Western men like the Western cowboy guy who was really clean cut who was like old american values when hippie counterculture came around that's what was popular they made a change they made they were more like open i guess to other movie types and and other ways of acting so it's it's this transitionary period in hollywood and the backdrop of that is this lead up to this murder and it's not really about the murders though it's not it's really not it's about cliff booth and rick dalton that's what it's about it's basically a buddy's show yeah like a buddy's old tv sitcom yeah. where instead it's a movie about their little relationship and how much of an idiot 
uh, what's the Rick Dalton. Leo's name? Rick Dalton. Rick Dalton. How much of an idiot his character is. Which is great to see Leo he, play somebody who isn't like super self-assured and confident because I feel like a lot of his roles, while they're varying, most of the time you're fine. You're, he's superior to the other characters in in like intellect. His more of his or, re, like when he's a lead for sure. When he's mm-hmm. the opposite, the lead for sure. Like in Django, but yeah, he um his character was based on a guy in real life, a TV actor who never made it to the movies. Never. He tried to make the transition, but Steve McQueen really made it instead of him. Which is which, which is, is why what, they talk about Steve McQueen taking. Uh, Somebody's job in the movie, right? It gets brought he up. He takes... Because Steve McQueen's career blew up in real life off the movie The Great Escape. Fantastic movie, by the way. I have watched it. Never watched those, that, like, uh, that era. Like, I watched like 80s, yeah. maybe 70s movies, but I haven't gotten into the, the old... Other than Lonesome Dove, which is a TV show, old western, which yeah. my great aunt put me on to like a long time ago. The Great Escape is is a really good movie. That's Steve McQueen got his, it basically propelled him into Hollywood and movies that way. Um, this guy did not get that role in real life. I don't think he actually auditioned for it, but in real life he was a TV actor. I forget his name, but he was he was an alcoholic, self medicated, bipolar, and that well, that's what they that's think. pretty self based, based on all the evidence they have. That's what they think. And so Leo's character kind of has that like emotional mood swing kind of thing throughout the whole movie. He kills it. I got to spell oh, that he out does? there. He kills it. Brad Pitt didn't have a hard job to do. Brad All Pitt's- he had to do was basically play Brad Pitt in another life. Like if Brad Pitt happened to be a stuntman, that's what he would be. Like, I think that that confident and superior. No, Brad Pitt did a good job. I just don't. He, no, can't, he did a good job. He can't just play. Hard. He can't play um, the age anymore. I think he's starting to lose that. You're saying he didn't look sexier than a motherfucker? He did, but he's going to start. I want, when's the line, Dog, Brad? He killed it. He's got at he's least like three a to five year old, years. bro. He's 55. 30? Bro, Rick Dalton was in his 40s. Like, All right, so he's playing a 40-year-old, dude. He's 55. And he looks like he's in his 40s. My parents are 49 know, and 50, and they look young for their age because I'm the oldest, so they haven't had so much stress. Go. And he looks younger than them. I'm telling you, He bro. does look young. He when does I look, look good. at my parents compared to other parents, Dude, they I mean, look, it doesn't they even matter. Normal. They got anti-aging anyway. Dude, exactly. Robert De Niro's he's looking good. like he, he's He could 40. play a 35-year-old. He could play a 35. I'd believe it. Uh, if he did, if you did the makeup right, it wouldn't. he couldn't just walk in there like looking all fucked up from the night before. I mean, you could do anything with effects, so it doesn't really matter exactly. in this day and age. I think he did a good job. I like the violence, like I said. The, the references were good. The set was crazy good, like in the 70s. Every little piece of that set was The psychedelic accuracy. That was accurate. And it was also accurate for being like uh, he got that like what, like a year or a year and a half before he used it in the end. Spoiler what? alert. There's a cigarette with with LSD in it. You're talking about that. Oh, yeah. I uh, like that delay. Yeah, yeah, because he, was did, he went super, to Italy. So like that was that was believable where ago. he smoked the whole thing and was like still kind of functioning. I'm like, yeah, it's probably not as strong. It's probably dried. As, well, he's as, also probably. I want to say semi-experienced. If he was just like down to buy that off a stranger off the corner. He didn't corner. know what it did. Because remember in the scene, he's like, well, what's it do? You smoke it, it gets you high. He's like, well, okay. Hmm. He seemed very comfortable in his trip. I think he did. I also Even think, in scenarios where you fucking shouldn't I also think be. everybody should strive to have the level of obedience that his dog had. That's dude, crazy, yo. Dude, the dog was on par with John Wick dog. Like, as far as like... Lovable and that perf- dog perfect. was awesome. Perfect. His diet was questionable, but that dog was pretty good. The diet was accurate to the era, but it was foreshadowing because the dog food said food for mean dogs, and you didn't see the dog get mean till the very, very, very end. It got mean. It got mean. It grabbed that bitch by the vagina, didn't it? Or is it the it, dude by the balls? It, he it was he, going for it, all. It of ate it. somebody's genital area for a good ten seconds. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which is kind of like Tarantino's like this is what they deserved type. He's very, deal. he does have, his movies are idealistic. When you think about it, they, they start not that way, but they end. They have like with a this very beautiful, like violent. crescendo of whoever needs to fucking get it. They get it. Yeah. It's a very like story, story-esque ending to a lot of his, a lot of his stuff. That's why a lot of people can't do that style is because they, it'll come off corny or like forced. He like you walks don't want the it to fine end line. Well. He walks the fine line. He doesn't go into corniness with his violence, but he he could easily go down that. You could path. argue that Kill Bill gets into the corny violence. 
No, because he based it on what he was watching at the time, which was all those Japanese action movies where that violence was even, bro, if you watch those, that violence was even like, it's like the style. It's, I'll give you that, that it is, it's it's almost shot like all his movies reference cinema. That's why every, all the critics love them because it's just references cinema and eras of cinema. I thought, I would say that critics aren't a big Tarantino fan. I would say a lot of them. I thought, I've thought, I've been listening to podcasts i mean i guess are like the critics npr are always based split. like movie podcasts sure or no not npr the ringer oh yeah it's a really fucking good one yeah um i have another friend who listens to that highly recommend i've only listened to like three four episodes and i remember during the inglorious bastards episode they talked about how the critic reception wasn't well but the but the fan reception was through the roof uh, well the fans are always going to eat up whatever tarantino puts out these days um I think that, but I'm, think about I would this. Say I'm a Tarantino fan the to a certain eight, degree. I, there are people who don't even remember the Hateful Eight coming out, but that was received extremely well by critics. Yeah, that was a really soft opening compared to his other ones. Like Django was but a way was bigger it? opening. He no, I'm talking about promotion. like press, like beforehand. Yeah, like like the the press circuit they did was yeah. not. I don't remember anything really from it. I remember it being out. There's the last Weinstein movie. This one's the first one without Weinstein. Weinstein discovered Tarantino. Really? Yeah. That's kind of terrifying. Brought him onto the scene, basically. That's kind of terrifying, specifically because of Tarantino's foot fetish that is so evident in his movies. <laughs> you know, have you ever heard about that theory? No. If you go through his movies, you see a lot of feet. Okay. You see uh, a lot, a lot of stuff. think with the hippie stuff. chick is... The dirty, to, well, there's to, a lot of feet in that movie in general. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that had but to... But if you look at other movies, they're in there. Like, uh, but what's if you look name? at somebody, That has when, to do with, if you look at somebody's shoes, you tell a lot about them. Especially back then, not now, dude, when everybody's has, just trying to clout chase. Dude, but. if you watch the movies, he has a foot... It gets up in, in tight on the screen where it's, like, uncomfortable. If you watch where she... The hippie chick is talking to Brad Pitt, puts her feet up on the dash yep. up against the window. It's in frame, like, a large percentage of the frame for way too long of it. It's uncomfortable. Maybe. And, and here's my second reference I just thought about in my head. In Inglorious Bastards, where the spy, the chick spy, yeah. who's, like, the hot one, not not the one who owns the movie theater, uh, her foot... When, what, is, she is breaks up, it, right? Huh? Didn't she break it in the movie? Yeah, it gets shot maybe. Gets shot or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Or got shot in the leg. She said she broke it in a skiing Either accident. Either way, her feet in, in that like, scene, an extraordinary maybe. amount. Maybe. I mean, it's, look. Dude, there's a whole... There's probably YouTube videos about that. All of the best movies, the directors or writers, if it happens to be both in Quentin Tarantino's uh, case. They say that their movies are personal. They draw from something that happened that's personal to them or happened to them personally. So maybe, maybe you could make the argument he's a foot fetish guy. He's... I, I think know, you man. you can find the most about a director's personal stuff in Tarantino movies. I think it's the most evident from what I I'm not like the biggest movie buff to where I he can said say that, that for a lot that of actors. One of the most personal movies directors. he ever made was Kill Bill, and it's deeply personal to him. But he's never revealed why. But he also doesn't reveal anything about his movies because he likes to hear. He said this multiple times. He likes to hear what other people have to say about. Him. Like he'll never say why he changed bastards. Like spelling. Pulp Fiction, that briefcase. They open the briefcase a couple times in the movie and the. They're like, whoa, is that what I think it is? And he never shows or explains what that is because he likes to hear what other people have to think that it is. Is it gold? Is it this? Is it that? Some people think that it's the script for Reservoir Talks. It's a briefcase. <laughs> the original script. But that's, Interesting. I don't know. I, think, I don't think I've watched Reservoir Dogs. You should. I think that's one of the ones that I've missed. I have watched, watched Jackie everything. Brown. I just watched Jackie Brown. It's on Netflix. Wait. I'm going to watch it before it's Did off. we finish that? We didn't finish that. That's I got to like put work into that. Too. It was starting slow. I was struggling, but they tend to. <laughs> well, it's Tarantino is all dialogue, bro. Yeah, I mean that's dude, why half his his movies get turned into plays. Reservoir Dogs is a is a Tony winning play. So tastefully, I wouldn't be surprised if it wins a Tony. This is why Inglorious Bastards is his best film, is because it's so much dialogue and you're still riveted the entire time. And that's not how the other I would films say are. Glorious Bastards is his best film, dude. That one in Django. I think Kill Bill. He he. What he loves to do in a film, whether it's at the beginning, the end, or the middle, is there's always somebody in the film, Django and Django Unchained, uh, Cliff in in Hollywood, where he's just a force of human nature that cannot be stopped. Who was that in Inglorious? We say Elder the Apache. Yeah, probably. Gorlami. Yeah. Gorlami. Yeah. Who's just like the violence? Like that's he just he can't be stopped. He just wins. He just goes for it. He just gets at it. Ironically, Brad Pitt twice. Yeah, but he loves working with the same actors. One of the hippie chicks that drove away from the scene before they uh, 
killed. Remember that one? Who's like, I just left my knife in the car or whatever. Oh yeah. In real life, she, uh, what did she, uh, well, first of they all, they changed what she did in real life. In real life, she didn't leave the scene in real life. I don't believe. I think that one, she's supposed to be in real life. Her, the woman who did that, her name's Linda Kazabian. She ends up flipping on the whole, she's like the star witness dog. Oh, like she sells all the Manson girls out? She doesn't really... Yeah, they already knew it was them. She just kind of provides details. She provides dates, people. Yeah, so she's the one that sells them out. And, but however, first of all, she was in Stranger Things Season 3. She plays Robin. She plays the ice cream girl worker who is who Steve is interested in, but she doesn't swing that way. Um, she, and in real life, she is Uma Thurman's daughter. Wow. Maya Hawk is her name. Uma Thurman, Ethan Hawk. They got together. Oh, Ethan Hawke. The birds and the bees had a daughter. Right. She is that person. Why? And she was easily cast for this because Uma Thurman is in all Tarantino's movies. She's in like three or four of them. Yeah. So interesting. So she that's already, how that connection happened, dude. Can you imagine being a, a a like new to acting and one of your first gigs is even though it was small, you're a Tarantino movie. That's pretty good. It's pretty she huge. Did. Well, I mean, she did have Stranger Things beforehand. I mean, yeah. Now, I mean, Tarantino films were his stuff for a long time, so he might have been filming with her before Stranger Things. Maybe, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Stranger Things, especially TV shows, they seem like those things that they get done pretty quickly. And especially Tarantino when seems Netflix like those needs, things needs that to pump out like films over the course of a year. Yeah. Oh, of course. Dude, there are certain Tarantino films that took double digit, like dec- more than a decade, I'm pretty sure. Well, The Hateful Eight, he had to wait until the snow- snowing conditions were what he wanted to film it. So if it snowed like this blizzard for like an hour or two and he filmed but only got one scene done, he had to wait till it was snowing like that again to film the rest because that whole movie's a blizzard. Yeah. So that I know whole that movie's one. pretty much shot at one one scene. Like, there's very little scene changes. Not all on the same day, obviously. Well, yeah. Which makes it even more impressive that it felt so congruent and, like, in order. I haven't watched the extended uh, four-part version, though. And people think that they're all connected. That's what you were saying before we started the recording, which I've seen those videos advertised on YouTube and those theories online. I've never read really into them because I can kind of, like, make the argument in my head before. Like, they all reference kind of... Similar aspects to each other. The one brand of cigarettes is in all of his movies that's made Love up. Love that. Like Love things the like candy that. candy apple. I want to get that on like a poster. That'd be cool. The candy apple cigarettes. Yeah. Is that the name? Uh, yeah. Apple something apple, apple cigarettes or candy apple cigarettes. Yeah. yeah so they're, he they're uses everywhere. a lot of his own stuff. Um, he's interesting in interviews too. He's kind of quirky. He's kind of like, I don't know how to describe he's it. He's like, kind of sounds cracked out. Like a he's, bit. he's like out there. He's like, <laughs> he kind of sounds cracked out. Like, I would like to talk to him, but there are a lot of people who couldn't handle talking to him. Like, they'd be like, oh, no. my God, you need to break it down now. I would be able to get, I mean, I feel like I, I would only get 12% of his movie references. Think about be, it. Dude, there are so many, like, film buff references that I, like, when they would reference, like, uh, like they reference so many big movies and TV shows from that era that people our age would never know. Like, I, I could feel them going over my head over and over again. Oh, Yeah. In, uh, in Hollywood. It was, yeah. it was brutal. I didn't know half those Western TV Westerns. I had to look those up. After the movie, I was like, what were they referencing? You know, I didn't watch those Westerns growing up. He did. I didn't. You know what's crazy? The new version of Westerns is like NCIS type shit. Or it's not new anymore, but kind it's like that, was, that was like, the evolution. Yeah. I. It's funny that, like you know, Tim Oliphant was uh, in this last movie as the lead for whatever... Leonardo DiCaprio's character was doing there uh, where he was the villain. Remember when he was the villain in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? He had the, the long actor, hair. Where they did the whole scene and they, they go into it like as if it's a real movie. Like they get, It's right. a good 15 so minutes good of real, real acting dialogue from the... Right. Dude, that's <clears throat> sick. They that, need to make that, that, that into good. their own movie. That's Dude, that dude's a beast. That that dude, the good guy of that... Tim Oliphant. Tim Oliphant played a gunslinger in this show called Deadwood. Was it Deadwood? No, something else. Yeah. It was Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. And as the fastest, like, gun. And then he had a show called Justified, which was, like, shot similar to a Western, but it was modern. And so... It was a TV show. And then Tarantino picked him for this, which is kind of interesting. It's like him referencing his own work. Yeah. Didn't have to change a bunch for that at all. No. I mean, he... I feel like he only cast people... I mean, maybe I'm... 
Maybe I'm misspeaking. He casts people based on like, oh, they previous, would fit this role. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not, they, he doesn't make them stretch a ton. I mean, no. he'll, he'll direct the shit out of them unless like he's, aggressively. Unless I've he's comfortable that. with them. Like Leo stretches for his roles quite a bit. I feel like that's his thing though. Because he's comfortable with Leo. For like sure. that's a standard <clears throat> yeah. level of Leo acting. Like Brad yeah. Pitt's playing the confident motherfucker of every every time he's in a every time he's in a Tarantino movie, he's the force to be reckoned with. He's either Elder the Apache right. or <clears throat> he, I can't remember uh, this dude's name. I don't know if I would ever see Tarantino. Well, he only he's only got one or two movies left. One. Right? Well, <clears throat> they're not going to count the Star Trek one. Wait, he did a Star Trek. He's gonna. He's gonna direct a Star Trek movie. Quote unquote. Maybe it'll never happen. But I don't think it'll happen, dude. That doesn't make any sense. Tarantino directing a a, a franchise movie, it, like. He, he's always talked Bill about doing that's his it. Franchise. He's always talked about doing it. Will that happen? I don't know. But his tenth movie, his Dude. tenth. I am Quentin Tarantino. This is my movie independently. Dude, that's is going to be his last quote unquote, which is a tragedy. But his last. Well, I think he'll make small stuff afterwards. He won't make large cinematic. He's going to definitely make plays and try to write books, is what he tells the people. Interesting. But he says if he has the juice for another movie, he's going to do it. Oh really? Sure. Interesting. I don't know, man. I kind of do like the, the the mythology of like, yo, he's got ten films, period, and they're all sick. Like that would be, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Certainly, because he's batting pretty much a thousand. Like, even though I'm not a Kill Bill fan, I still understand why people are like obsessed. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a specific yeah. niche of a movie, and that's what all of his movies are. Kill Bill brought that one, like slow mo walk music that everybody uses to not to reference culture. Family Guy, uh, goofing on Tarantino again, but. The Family Guy version of that scene. Have you seen it? No. Dude. <laughs> Peter, like... So, <laughs> Peter goes to open a closet to, like, get the yellow suit. Yeah. And he just... He, like, tries it on for a second or he grabs it and then just switches to, like, the Ronald McDonald outfit. <laughs> and then, <laughs> instead of, like, all the, like, Asian chicks in the fight scene, it's all the Asian reporter from oh, the no. news that they use oh, and no. there's just a million clones of them and it's like just as gory they do it like exactly like they file out the same way like it's really accurate to Kill Bill of course like it's super funny it's super funny wow I'm gonna he have to look this destroys up. them obviously you've seen the movie yeah yeah Family Guy is underrated I'll be is like looking up stuff like I'll be what? like like I'll be on underrated. the Tarantino I'll be on the Tarantino alright underrated's fucking stupid I think it's Underrated in modern times, like people people don't really talk about it anymore. Like it's not <clears throat> a major part of major part of like it's because everybody's culture. afraid to talk about comedy because it offends people. Yeah, but stand ups on the rise on the rise more than it ever has been before. Yeah, Netflix, Amazon, everybody's pumping out specials like over inundating the That's market. Because if you can get somebody who doesn't offend those. Those Dude, the people. ones with the most specials are some of the most offensive comics. Bill Burr has like four right. fucking Netflix specials. Right, but he's not getting... There's no controversy around Speaking of, Gaffigan just released one on Amazon. I got to go watch it. It's uh, one of the, my favorite Rogan episodes was the one he did like a week ago. Oh, with yeah. That. Dude, it's so good. It's really, yeah. really good. He's, he's really impressive because he's a clean comedian that I still find funny. And that's Gaffigan, hard. Gaffigan's been funny Dude, since. Killing it. Yeah. He's Dude, always he's been back in like it. that 70s show. He's got some old good like parts and bits. He's he's good, man. He's always been good, I think. <clears throat> he's one of those comics that you can just kind of rely on. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get a laugh out of him. Yeah. He's like... Um, Dave Chappelle's coming out with another special. Yeah. I think I'm excited for that one. Dude, I didn't think the last <clears throat> Netflix ones were as stellar as they were promoted to be. Equanimity and the Bird Revelation? Or, yeah. Because there's two sets of two. Right? There's oh, four no. total. There's two. Or is there just two, two total? Two. Just in one set. Yeah. That's it. Right. I like those. I liked them, but I didn't think it was as... I don't know. I, liked I think one this more, one's going to be really funny, though. I liked one more than the other, but I don't remember what the name of the one I liked more. I liked the trailer with Morgan Freeman. He he did the, the voiceover for the intro to yeah. Equanimity and the Bird Revelation, yeah. too. I think <clears> him <throat> and Morgan must be tight or some shit. Everybody's tight with Morgan. When was the last time Morgan Freeman did a big? When was the last time someone said I had beef with Morgan Freeman? Nobody has never. beef with him. They never. He would narrate them into a, into like non-existence. <laughs> he would. He'd be like, and then he walked around the corner, and, and he would his just life, have to do it, and his life was over. <laughs> he walked in front of the bus, and then gone. <laughs> yeah, and then the dude would just do it. No, I think I'm excited for that. I, I haven't really kept my eyes open for a lot of the stand-up. Uh, to another Amazon one, or maybe this was HBO. Was the Meek one? What was Meek? What was the oh, Free Meek? That's uh, Free Meek. That's also Amazon. That? Amazon's making dude. pushes, dude. Dude, 
Okay, okay, real quick. The free me thing, awesome, amazing. Didn't know a whole lot about that story. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, but another Amazon one that's killing it's a tragedy. it. It's called The Boys. You need to watch it. I know I need to watch Dude, The Boys. I see. We watch it I all don't the way have Prime. You can so use I mine. need to figure it out. Can we use multiple screens out? You can use mine. Oh, I, really? I'm the only one using mine. Oh, word. I started like yeah, two months I'll ago. Yeah, I'll use yours. Dude, let's get it. It's like the most realistic superhero show ever. Yeah, I heard. They're it. all dicks. Yeah. They're all assholes. Yeah. You don't root for That's him. Seth Rogen, by the way. Yeah. And Garth Ennis, yeah. And Seth Rogen's... Is it Seth Rogen's movie that just aired? The Boy... Or The Good Boys? Yeah. Ironically, very similar Had to the title. Had a pretty good big opening. The biggest for a original movie, I He's think. trying to make comedy popular again, which I respect. Comedy He's movies. trying to make good, non-PC... Like, it's not... I'm not saying it's like he's not making comedy movies that are going to win anything. And that's not his goal. His goal is to make movies that you can go and enjoy. He's building a really good career list right now. Yeah. He's not, he's not going for any of the money movies. Funny enough. They, he filmed a a movie. He was a, uh, not the main character, but a side character in one of James, James Franco's directed and written partly movie called Zeroville, which takes place in 1970 Hollywood. Strangely enough, being released this year, they filmed it in 2014. Danny McBride, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Megan Fox, McBride, Rogen, Franco. That's a trio right there. Yeah, they're friends. And then so they filmed this movie. They're releasing it this year, apparently, because it was just floating in the ether for a while. No one would pick it up after they filmed it. You say the and ether. ether ether. Do you say data the instead of data? Plane data. No, no, I say data. <laughs> Analyze the data, boy. Yeah, I'm with you there. <clears throat> Which is funny that they're releasing it so close to Tarantino's 1970 Hollywood as well, called Zeroville, James Franco. So Rogan is making himself, you know, a nice little career there. Didn't we have a whole like Yeah, we had a whole thing on Rogan. Thing about we, know, him. we know he's cloud he's cloudy <laughs> right now. He's heavy cloudy. He's cloudy with a chance of a good friend of mine and yours today was over at my house and then went to go pick up uh, another buddy of ours, Eddie, Stephen, mm. Stephen, Eddie, <laughs> Alex live, Eddie Blanco. Yeah. Went to go pick up Eddie and <laughs> his comment was, yeah, I just came from the gym. So I'm gonna go shower and dress a little more clouded up and come back. <laughs> dead ass, like deadpan, bro. Like, am I wrong? hundred percent what he said. Like, Hey, I want to throw him out the window. The cloud but I was off. laughing. I enjoyed you gotta it. Get the cloud off, man. You I couldn't tell if fit. it was serious. Do you think it was serious? I think it was serious. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was serious. <laughs> Even if it was, bro. More clouded up. I'm going to come back more clouded up. That is the exact terminology. Hey man, you want to get clouded up? Get clouded up. <laughs> I'm trying to get clouded up right now. Speaking That'll of. That'll be a complex show soon. Clouded up. You want to get clouded up? Clouded up. As I'm waving a dab pen at you like it's a pacifier for a child. I got your binky? You, remind you me binky? to tell you about. You might have to turn it on. Remind me to tell you about this after this. Yeah. To tell you something about this. But um, I also have something to tell you about that. What 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 else? Uh, once upon a time. That. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Final thoughts before we move on to the more dark. I need another watch, but I also don't want to spend three hours. So it's going to be a couple months before I work up the energy, and then I will have a full opinion. However, I think it took a lot of fucking time to get there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see an extended know. version to Netflix. Four oh hours, fucking bro. God. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not watching that. You didn't even... First... Don't... Whatever. Edit that out. What I'm saying. What, what was saying? I saying? I forget what I was saying. What? What are you saying? Up. You're not going to watch the three hours again? You need to watch it again? I Okay, yeah. Because I didn't go into it knowing that it was about the Sharon Tate matters. Like, I didn't make oh, that I connection. Did. I didn't know that they weren't going to use Manson... As I thought Manson's like a villain character. They're going to use him like yeah. crazy, but he didn't at all. Well, he appeared but for a moment. That guy who's playing Manson in Tarantino's movie, again with this Netflix thing, is in this show that just came out. Well, the second season just came out a few days ago called Mindhunters. He's playing Charles Manson in that. That's so on purpose. That's it is. perfect. That's perfect. I, and that show's really good. He's got the right face for I it should, for sure. Me, oh, that'll be my, uh, that'll be my, I'll, I'll dive into that show for my, uh, Community tries later. Oh, speaking of tries. Yeah. I got a one. It's This is your tries? Yeah. Okay. It's a song by YK Osiris. And if you hear it, you'd be like, wow, I wouldn't expect that recommendation from John. Because usually I don't like or get obsessed with songs with like no sustenance. 
And I guess it does have some stock matter girl being worth it. Sure. But I just, it's just so catchy. That's it. It's just it's pure catchiness. It's a nice, good song. It's just a good song. Like just, I've never heard this, but you're just, you're just going to start singing it after you hear it. I think you have heard it. I probably and you have. Don't, and you don't know. Like, I didn't know what it was. And then I heard it at the barbershop for the seventh time. And I looked over at the Pandora and I saw it. I was like, I got to fucking remember that. And then three days later, I did the same thing. And that's when really? I put it on my phone. Yeah. Like, it's, it's to the point where, like, multiple times I, I made a note, like, I have to listen. I think that this fall, this fall, like, I think that, like, the late September to, like, before Christmas stretch, so even into just, like, early winter, I think the music music is going to be, there's going to be some hot drops this fall. I feel it in my bones. Who's coming? I think that before... This is a bold prediction. First of all, I think that before the Isn't new year, most people drop I think albums? before the new year, we will get What a Time to Be Alive too. That's my bold prediction. Drake dropped Care Package, which is all his Lucy's. Future's been hitting the studio with everybody he can. Did what a hear? Time to Be Alive too, which is like the only project I'm excited for in Drake's upcoming Drake, regardless. But I think that's coming. First of all, Brockhampton's gracing us with a, with a project this Friday. Dude. Which is Brockhampton be worries me. Why? Kevin Abstract stuff a couple months ago, like how he hated the album he put out and how he like hated the deal and how he's been so bad mentally. He's been feeling like I've been, I almost feel worried about like, like is Dominic Fike destroying them? <laughs> That's not realistic. I, I assume, but it's pretty wild. Also, you said you were talking about future or young thug future. Well, young thug just dropped, but I'm talking about future and Drake they had a mixtape called what a time to be alive. And I think, yeah, this is young thug. This is Curse Cowardly Dog, bro. Trying to tell Muriel something. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, dude. I don't that, know. I don't even want to talk about Young Thug's album because I don't have a full opinion on it. That I was Young, it. Young Thug. I'd rather you model dude, dresses on the runway. No, he, I'd rather that be he his. He is pushing po- the culture forward. Get the fuck out of here. Young Thug is an I'm icon, fine. Listen, bro. Listen, my best friend wears pink nails all the time. I'm bisexual. I don't give a shit. I'd what does rather, that have to do with that I'd say, verse? I'd rather, you didn't say anything. Is that what no, you I'm heard saying I'd rather, I'm verse? saying, I thought you were saying how he's pushing the culture with the dresses. I was trying to defend that I also no, find sure, that. No, sure. That's an aspect I'd rather him it. just become a runway model he than says do this he, bullshit music. He says music. what he feels and no one gives him he shit for nothing. it. He said nothing. No, he, he says what I... I mean, in real life, dog, in real life, he says he has these hot takes. Fine. Be a talk show host then. Do what I do. I don't think Lil Nas should have come out. I'm saying it. And like no one will get care that he said it because it's Young Thug. It's just Young Thug, bro. Expect it. Expect the unexpected. Better young is NBA Young Boy. Hot take because everybody talks mad shit about him. <laughs> He's alright, I guess. But yeah, the song is uh, YK Osiris. Take uh, worth it. The song is worth it. What's the it. mood of the song? What am I ex- going into? Ex- mm-hmm. Like, is it summary? Is it? Nah, it's it's who's the style more most similar to? Like a uh, huh? It's lovey-dovey, but it's... There's some T-Pain auto-tune to it, but then he also has, like, a, a grunge to his voice that isn't, like, all oh, the nice. auto-tune guys. Grunge. Yeah, I can't really think of any other way to describe it. I, I, I'll have to take a listen or Long listen sustaining to it notes. Sometimes. What's that song one more time? Uh, it's by YK Osiris. It's called yeah. Worth It. Worth It. Yeah, I'll play it for you after. <laughs> um... I guess I can move it to my tries then. Then we can do saltiest. Yeah. Let's go. My tries. What did I say? I said I was going to come back to it as my try. try. Oh, yeah. The show on Netflix. Yeah. Watch Mindhunters. It's, uh, I always bring up crime shows because I love those. Didn't mean it's you watched like an episode of that? Like, didn't you tell me to watch it? I or? told you to watch True Detective. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Mindhunters takes place in the 70s. It's uh, directed by David Fincher, who does. Actually, a lot of things you would kind of know. Say, I recognize that name, and I feel like um, I don't have a ton of directors' names under my it's belt. It's about the start. It's fictional. It's not like a documentary. The start of the behavioral science unit at the FBI. So they like go around and um, interview. Oh, so Sharon Stone is another blonde actress. Yeah, they oh. interview. Uh, they interview um, killers, like serial killers, and then also like are solving crimes while in. There's like this obviously this drama aspect to the whole thing because it's a Netflix show. Um, what has David Fincher done? Dude, yeah, Gone Girl, Zodiac, Seven, Wait, go up The a Social Network, what? Is that Fight Club? Yeah, Fight Club, bro. He That's did Fight him. Club? That guy is doing this show. So the, the dialogue is really good. Dude. The shots are really good. Hell it's yeah. one of those shows where the dialogue can keep you engaged. Because a lot of crime shows rely on showing you at the beginning or the end, like, gore. Like, a lot of Some, the gore. Something to look to. He doesn't focus on that. Even when they're solving cases, um, 
but you're so he's just more like words and more like kind of like how the characters are acting to kind of paint the pictures it's it's a pretty good show there's two seasons out right now i'm, I'm kind of like three episodes into the second season it dropped two days ago um pretty enjoyable show just something to kind of Nice to like have something to move myself into my semester here, you know. And he's a great. I think he's a great director. I mean, you can't really, can't really say he's not when he did Gone Girl, Fight Club. I mean, Love, Death, and Robots. Yo, he might he have did a Love, credit. Death, and Robots. The whole that? thing. Or no? No, he did. No, he's the executive see. producer for eight for all the episodes. So he's the executive producer. Yo, he probably that show is amazing. Does he have any yeah, directing dude. credits? Ice no, Age. He's just the producer for a lot of those. That's awesome. House of I like Cards executive producer. I hope they release something like, like tailing that off, like the way that they would have if yeah, Frank there it is, like stayed in. Like, what if they just started releasing like how House of Cards would have gone if Kevin Spacey wasn't a creepy fuck? Like, what if they just started like leaking the scripts? Right, like, that oh, could be dope. Dude, he's doing World War Z too. That kind of takes away from that. Uh, but that's just probably because World War Z wasn't Brad that bad, Pitt. though, was it? No, I just don't. You just don't need a second. You really don't. Yeah. Case of Benjamin Button. That's another. He's a big Brad Pitt guy. I was about to say. Oh, Panic Room. That's a great movie, bro. Panic Room. Panic Room. That's a great movie. Old Italian one that I just started. Not that old. It's like Lawrence Fishburne and fucking. uh, Oh my god, I never remember his name. Everybody does an impression of him. Lawrence in what movie? Christopher Walken. Oh, what movie is this? King of New York. I'm supposed to watch that. He's a real person. Yeah, he plays a real person. It's pretty gangster, but it's it's also pretty. Like exaggerated, like you gotta be ready for the corniness levels. But it's good. Those old movies, you gotta enjoy that part of it. You know, what yeah, I mean? that's accepted. Like none of them are completely sinless. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, I I think that's on my list on Netflix, King of New York. I think it's on Prime. Um, so we just did tries. Yeah, what's who's our saltiest? Did you have a saltiest? I mean, Chance, I don't want to go back to the same saltiest, but he did have a little Twitter meltdown where he... he did uh, Twitter meltdown? Not... I feel like meltdown is something BuzzFeed would say about it to make it sound worse than it was. Yeah. He, start, he's, he started it with... I think a lot Dude, of people Chance's want me to kill myself. Chance's album got number two, dog. Number two to some Dude, new guy. Well, I didn't... I was hoping it wouldn't go number one because that would just prove to me that the industry's bullshit. And I think they knew that. That's yeah. why they gave it to the Who went number kid. one? Uh, dude, I, it's... You don't even know? No, I do. I saved it in my phone. Dude, is, I don't know like him. A, he's a like local a real... rapper, bro. You but, said local? I mean, he's no, he's up and coming, but he's still at the level where he's he's operating. I'm going to I'm trying to figure out who the fuck. It's not YBN Corday, is it? Here we go. Michigan rapper uh Michigan. NF. NF? Mhm. Wow. <laughs> Beat out Chance the Rapper for the number 1 album. Shout out week. Chance. <laughs> Be ashamed, Chano. We don't care about real music. Your wife. The search is his album. Actually, I would argue that most Chance fans are fans of uh, the baby and not the wife. Like they like his daughter. They like they think that that's great. And who then, is his wife? I don't even know anything about her. Well, that's kind of how they want. She'll to keep be on it. an HGTV show in like five years anyway. I think they want to keep it how it is. I think that's part of the whole thing. Like before they got married, she was like non-existent on social media. Like yeah, I couldn't but find now her. That she's got she's got half his bread, boy. She's gonna be up. She's gonna be popping out. <laughs> get public with that shit. She's hmm. gonna go get clouded up, and she's gonna come into public. I don't know, man. If she does, that would just prove a lot of shit right. I feel like, like it would be like, wow, look at this. Same shit as always, or whatever. Yeah. Or if she stays how it is, then it's more proven that Chance made the right call. I guess, or. It was the wrong call because it produced a shitty album. <laughs> I don't know. All I know yeah. is that Chance loves his wife, and that's what he would say to this as well. And I guess we'll end on that this this note because my saltiest, I guess, would be people who. I guess it would just be the American people. Jeffrey Epstein killed himself this past week, and that Huge kind of like inside job. He would have tied a lot to a lot of people. Apparently, he uh, he Bill was taking Clinton, off so. suicide watch like within 12 hours of it happening yeah the whole thing is really really it stinks do i believe that he hung himself or that that that's how he died with by hanging yes do i believe that he did it himself no i think that someone visited him and told him to do it and gave him ultimatums or gave him some i don't know bro you no one knows what happened inside that jail except for him which is unfortunate and the dude who could have done this I don't know, bro. The whole thing stinks. 
It stinks. It, it reeks of canoodling. You know? Plus, There's my fuckery. question is, when a guy like that dies, especially like how he did, and that his hands were filthy, dirty with, with his crimes, what, does, what happens to his assets? We don't know. We don't no one follows up on that. Is there a suit um, against his estate? Obviously, there's going to be Ken. Is there a suit against, a suit against well, his estate? Well, they're still going to investigate him. They're still doing that. Right. So but I'm guessing that know. whoever... I'm guessing if that whoever ends it, up trying to sue his estate will end up with that cash. Does he have kids and everything? I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be brutal. What a, what I guarantee a, none of them can get to his money for years. messed up dude. Yeah, fuck that Who guy. could do whatever he wanted because of his wealth. Dude, that's how it is, man. Like, that's... That's really crazy. But he must have had some crap. I mean, he must have been able to say something that was like that could break the fabric of our society. If, there, if let's say someone did go and get after him, he didn't my, just kill himself. Here's my theory: you can't operate in that world of like trying to like because you, you don't just he didn't just find a little girl or a little boy to like be oh, sent. No, like he, it was he a was, system. He had, he found a plug basically, right? Sure. So there are pedophile rings all over the world. That there's other that there's people in the, involved in the ring, well, yeah, well, and you end up he, he was, probably just got introduced to all these fucking Trump famous people. Trump used to hang out with him, and so did Bill Clinton. Dude. You think the Clintons, and that's what somebody was pointing out, like everybody who like comes against the Clinton Foundation ends up dead. Dude, it's crazy how many people the Clintons have probably killed. That's a huge conspiracy. It's <sighs> it's a pretty wild a number. Conspiracy. Dude. I wish that we would just get hard evidence to point either way at some point, but I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure we're never going to see it. No, we're never going to see it. No, we are not never. if it's the Clintons. Us talking about Maybe this, Epstein. there's probably a laser sniper right out our window right yeah, now. I don't get enough views. If Bill Clinton if this were Rogan, he'd be gone pretty quick. No, Rogan talks. Rogan t- talks about the the Clinton sometimes. Have you noticed? There's like theories that Rogan has become an Illuminati shill because he's like stopped saying that the moon landing is fake <laughs> and shit like that. Like he's like kind of no, backtracked a little bit bad. on like certain conspiracies that he used to be into. I think and he, now he's like, all right, I thought about it. And I looked at this evidence and I don't think that's how it is anymore. So then all these conspiracy theorists that are like think that everything is a conspiracy correct immediately they're like oh I'll so you're, you you're a problem, problem with i have a problem with bob lazar uh probably I, agree i think yeah. i have a problem with that story but i don't think rogan is an illuminati shell i think that he is a very open guy and likes to do his own research which is good i also think that he knows that his platform is listened to by a lot of different people and he doesn't want a certain demographic of a lot of these people to like make him a champion of them. Like he doesn't want to become a Pepe the frog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he knows that people of that type probably watch the show because yeah. He's, yeah. he's the most popular dude that believes in any conspiracy theories that I can think of yeah. other than like NBA players who believe that the world is a flat, lot of people. They don't he, count. He's mislabeled as well. As, oh, dude, as people right. think he's alt-right. They don't even think he's right. They think he's <laughs> that alt-right. That is so far the dude from is the as, truth. The dude is a social... Uh, which, is an, which is good if the alt-right's listening to him because he's a liberal plant then. <laughs> Basically, yeah, he's a liberal plant. He's, he's <laughs> Basically. But he, uh, I think it's just because he hunts and he's white and he's bald and he talks to UFC fighters and shit. And he's like a very yeah. masculine straight guy. His UFC voice, bro, in the ring, is so different from his podcasting so, voice. You know what it sounds like? His stand-up voice. It's like high as shit. It's like it's so excited yeah, that it's so high. Tonight. And I'm like, yo, what is this? It's on the podcast. Dude, oh, did you watch the UFC the other day? I watched the, the highlights. I, I got the, the whole thing pretty much. I heard majority it was a good of it. fight. Dude, all the fights were great. Yeah. Ton of great fights. Nobody that I wanted to win won. You Nobody. didn't want Nate Diaz to win? I wanted... Uh, no, I didn't. I wanted, really? I thought you were a Nate Diaz guy. No, I don't like... I don't really like the Diaz brother mentality. Really? They're dicks. Interesting. Yeah, I don't really like them. But... I wanted, um, Jesus, fuck. Who's the Cuban guy? Oh, my God. Yoel Romero. Oh, okay. The soldier of God. Yeah. I wanted him to win because <laughs> I think he's the greatest athlete on planet Earth. He's my guy. Love him. He's a savage. That's a crazy fight to watch. That was probably two two of the best, like, aesthetically pleasing UFC fighters on planet you Earth. You get that on Amazon? You have to pay per view for that? He streamed it illegally. I don't know how he did it, but... Um, he shall remain nameless so the FBI doesn't shut off your Wi-Fi. Right. Not Frank Kerry <laughs> Jones. Or Carrie, I'm sorry, Kerry <laughs> Frank Jones. <laughs> just just expose him like that. His dad that. has the same name. Maybe they'll get him. He's a, he's a cop. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I wanted Yoel to lose. 
the old win, he lost by decision. A lot of people thought he won. So at least he didn't get that ass beat. Like DC, DC got that fucking ass beat in the last round, bro. He was winning. He won those first three rounds straight up. He beat the fuck out of Stipe. Winning. Got caught a couple times, man. He just, those body shots. Mm. It just, it was hard to watch. He got fucked. He got fucked. DC's a good guy. That was supposed to be his last fight. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be his last fight anymore. Mm. I think if he won, it would have been his last. He's too much of an animal. He's coming back. That's all I got to say. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Yes, sir. Um, this has been Past Assault, technically Community Fries podcast. You can find us anywhere, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Breaker, or whatever it's called. Um, I'm Max Cambria. You can find me anywhere at Max underscore Cambria. Also follow the podcast at Community Fries. Subscribe to us on Apple and uh, Spotify so you never miss an episode. With me, as always, John Peroni. Find him anywhere. <laughs> he's wow. Not, he's not the even lack gonna, of enthusiasm. Hey, you dirty you, dick. I thought you were going to take over. I was, expect, when, I was expecting you to leave me an opening. I didn't God, feel it. I didn't opening. feel it. I opened the door for you. <laughs> John underscore Peroni. John with an H. Peroni with an I before the E. Every social media. That's it. Yeah, make subscribe, follow us, make your friends. Follow don't us. Know, don't know. That was can't take that from them, but okay. <laughs> <laughs>